welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. RuPaul isn't giving us blue balls with the lack of drag race content in 2021, but the All-Stars did get to participate in a blue ball themselves. It's time to break down the 36th look episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 6. And joining me is someone who I'm blue that I haven't seen in over a year. It's Scout Sonner. Hello. Scout. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm doing well. I feel that. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's getting hot out there. I feel that it is. I walked home from work just now. Well, I walked home from the metro, but it's like 93 and 95% humidity. And I have to wear like long sleeve t-shirts to go into the office because they keep our air conditioning at like too low. And then uh-huh. so I like, I'm just sweating my whole commute and then I'm freezing in my office. It's that time of year. Must be sure pride. is. <laughs> Must be pride. Well, we're going to talk about All-Star 6 very shortly, but we have a couple drag news of the week to discuss. So you ready? Okay, first off, spoilers, friends, if you don't want to hear it, jump ahead for a little bit. But the all-winners cast is apparently in isolation. Mm-hmm. It looks like a cute Very cast, interesting. But... It's an interesting cast because it's not like your A-plus All-Star winners but... and everything. Everyone, that I, every single winner that I would expect to say no to that invitation is not on that list. So, right, right. Um, it's going to be really interesting. I would anticipate that however they're going to do it is not going to be the structure that we've seen before. If they're bringing all the winners back, they're going to be there for the long haul. If that being yeah. said, they may not be in the competition the entire time, but there's going to be some sort of version where they get to compete and be present. Do you think that this is? this is taking the place of all-stars filming this year i hope so i hope so um but at this point who the fuck knows we're getting so much drag um yeah it's um i love drag i love drag race but i definitely i'm starting to get the drag race fatigue and it takes a lot for me to get the drag race fatigue i feel like i've i feel like most people got it in the middle of season 12 you know Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and i've been like this is the fifth show in 2021. Um, what I don't know if you watched the pit stop, but Bob mentioned that there have been 16 winners since she was crowned. That's insane. Team people have been crowned since, since, as Bob put it, since she was on logo. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Next bit of news: Stacey McKenzie is not judging Canada's Drag Race two due to COVID. Um, very interesting because obviously she was announced and when they did mm-hmm. say that Jeffrey would not be involved so what do we conspiracy th- theories think happened I, ast- I mean I ast- my, ass- my assumption is that she had a positive COVID test and they assumed that it would be that she would be fine by filming and she just ha- she's still having symptoms and whatnot and they can't put her on a camera with her 
every five right. seconds. So um, obviously Canada is very different than the US when it comes to COVID and vaccines and everything. I know Ontario is the shithole and they have not been doing well, and that's where they're filming. Um Literally everyone has is dealing with COVID stuff outside of the US. Like what Lawrence just tested positive. Did he? Uh, I, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Boy. It's like everyone's doing it. Um, Sydney's however, back. Sydney is back I, in lockdown. Well, also say, I don't know if it said this before. If anyone may have, and I'm just like reading too far into things. Um, but Brooklyn's Instagram bio just says host of Canada's Drag Race right now. Interesting. So I'm wondering if Miss Thing got her own show. It's very possible. I think if you're going to replace um, Stacey, you got to put Tracy Melcher in there in that spot because she's excellent. Oh, please. By um, all means. And honestly, honestly, I would not be surprised if they were like, Priyanka, get your butt over here. We have to use you. I wouldn't either. Especially um, since they already had, I'm assuming they've already replaced Jeffrey. Right. And then I assume that, right, if you have Tracy fill Stacy's spot, then it's very easy for Priyanka to fill. St- yeah. Fill um, Tracy's spot, right? Tracy and Stacy. Exactly. Um, so... Uh, that's my theory. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm sure they're going to announce things soon because you know how Reddit is. They like to sleuth until they get the answer. Did Priyanka just announce something? I feel like I know she has like a no single. Idea. I feel like she announced something recently. Maybe though. I don't know. She keeps she's busy. not. She's not on the list we just talked about though. So she's nope, she is not. And finally, last but not least, um, I've discussed it on the other podcast, but we just have to bring it up one more time. Scarlett Adams is on OnlyFans. Oh my lord. Um, I did look through the naughty Reddit. Um, they're not posted on there, so I don't know if the Redditors are not following Scarlett on her OnlyFans, but... Please um, we're not giving money to her. Yeah, I um, have heard a rumor that she is uncut, so that's all I'm just going to say. That's it. That's all. <laughs> you said I'm not going to get those Drag Race pickings, so I might as well uh, find Honestly, you listen, she is a gorgeous human. Not that smart. And that's okay. It's okay. Well, let's dive into All Star Six because there's a lot to discuss. Um, obviously, we're only here to discuss episode two. Episode one recap is already out. Uh, did it with our lovely friend Seraphim. Who? I've oh, never heard that name before. The, the one with the stash right now. Acetaminophen. Yeah, that one. Sure, let's go. Um, but how did you feel about? the show dropping two episodes in one night. I feel bad for Jiggly. Yeah. Miss Thing didn't even get one week to be like, at least I don't know I'm the second girl gone. <laughs> right. It was a very weird rollout. Um, I mean, was it necessary? I think it. it's like, it very much seems kind of like the corporate, like out of touch decision of being like, how do we get people more excited? Oh my gosh, they're like annoyed that it's on Paramount Plus. How do we get them more excited? Blah, blah, blah. Let's just give them two episodes instead. Now, like, like what they also what they did is they put the first episode on YouTube for free. I saw that. So yeah. it's almost like they're baiting you to say, "Look, you can watch it here, but you have to just it's two. You have to go over there." I didn't even um, think about that. Yeah, but shady, yeah, shady. But you know what? It is what it is. Um, again, I've had Paramount Plus for a while because I've been a CBS All Access um, subscriber because of Big Brother. So for me, it yeah. didn't really matter. Um, but yeah, two um, episodes. I was laughing because um, someone commented about how like they were like, oh my gosh, how are we supposed to like 
have commercial breaks, how are the audience supposed to blah, blah, blah. And I was literally like, pay less so you have the commercial plan. I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> um, stupid people. Like pause where the commercials obviously would be. Exactly. Well, let's dive into this episode because again, we have a lot of looks to get through. But it's after elimination. Bitch, she's safe. Trinity is congratulated congratulated for not being eliminated. Uh, she thanks the girls for keeping her safe. But it is time to see what is in the box. There are 10 votes for Serena. Cha-cha-cha. Um, one vote for Trinity. Raja points out that Serena didn't choose herself, so it was a unanimous vote for Serena to be eliminated. Are we surprised? No. I really would love to know the thought process behind it because she wasn't terrible. She wasn't the worst. Trinity clearly was the worst in the challenge, but I don't think anyone respected her enough that she was even there. The, I think the thought process behind it was that none of them, I, I assume that they all are closer, a little bit closer at least with Trinity than Serena, just in the sense that like Trinity's toured a little more than Serena has since they're very close together well, season. fair, fair. But I think, I mean, Trinity's said in that first episode, she doesn't have anyone's yeah. numbers or communicate with them. Um, could this vote have been revenge from the girls who weren't on the show who have gotten bad wigs from Serena? Man, it was revenge for all the girls on the show that had already gotten bad wigs from Serena. Team. T-T-T. Um, but also, I would be way less scared of having to face Serena if she stayed than I would be of having to face Trinity if she stayed. So right. I would definitely drop Serena's name on the box. Right. Um, that's why I think this was like a unanimous decision of all of them being like, she's not an all-star. Get her out of here. She went home second. Like, the, Right. Like, there's no, I don't understand the casting here. There must have been something, but whatever. Trinity is feeling loved that they all kept her to stay. They believe in her and they want to see more from her. So who did Yada pick? She picked Trinity. Oh, shit. The nerve, the unmitigated gall. Trinity the almost stole Tace's, She oh, Trinity just almost stole Tace's uh, catchphrase. Did you notice that? I was like, yeah, I did notice that. Um, I was like, bitch. Mm -mm. It was good for yara if you if you are if you are in the position of like your decision gets to like count for something as opposed to like count as part of a group or whatever get rid of the strong com competition of course i would much rather be competing against serena next week than trinity i know trinity's a fantastic competitor so if i was yara i also would have picked trinity yeah. i would have done my best to be like trinity is a very good very good drag race contestant Yep. She was a good drag race contestant when she didn't know how to do drag race. And now exactly. she's back this much later. Like, I, she landed at the bottom. I should just take this and go. <laughs> it's true. Well, Yara knows that you shouldn't take it personal, but Trinity is like, I'm taking it personal. Oh, she's just kidding. She's kidding. I love this moment. <sighs> yeah, we so do. Yara knows that all eyes are on her for being the only one to pick Trinity. She's going to be the evil queen. She doesn't want to. She wants to be congenial. But Trinity thinks Yara didn't think Serena was a competitor. Yara says if she's in the bottom, vote her out. Bitch, be careful what you wish for, because it might just happen. New was day. The... Who? Yara. Yeah. Season three. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, think I, didn't, I feel like I... I mean, I guess I can't yeah. think about who else it would have been, so yeah, it makes sense. Manila. Team. Um... 
Well, it's the new day. The girls walk into Serena's last marketing pitch as her mirror message tells us to buy her wigs. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Here you made that mistake, huh? Mm-hmm. We're going to have a very interesting discussion now where Raja wants to know who the trade of the season is. They say nobody, but Eureka's like, I am. Go buy. Um, but Ginger is like, Eureka's right, because she would trade her for anybody else. Jan quotes Jada Essence Hall um, and says that trade is a state of mind. And Ginger immediately mocks her saying she thinks she's the trade. And Jiggly's like, Jan belongs on the Mickey Mouse Club. Do you believe Jan is the trade of the season? I, I mean, Jan's not the first one that I'd fuck. <laughs> she's the last one, but she's also not the first one. That's fair. That's fair. So now we have a discussion of the definition of trade. Miss Ass Almighty says trade is just a masculine looking gay guy. Eureka says that she thought it was people you thought were attractive enough to have sex with. Jiggly then says trade is that slight bit of danger, too, to which Eureka is like, that would be Trinity. Who's wearing a brooch? Um, what is your definition of trade? I thought trade was like, I very much like thought trade was people that like could go about or like pass as straight or whatnot, but were mm-hmm. attractive and like could potentially be gay or whatever. Okay, um, okay. I, I, I thought guess, trade was a bar. Well, it is here. <laughs> Washington, D.C. My favorite yeah. bar. Catch Rigatoni hosting episode three this Thursday, Washington, D.C. Woo! And she's going to plug it because she's my guest next week or this week. Right? Um, I obviously, this is no surprise to anyone, would say the trade of the season is Scarlet. Duh. Gorgeous. Duh. Always will be. Who else would it be? Exactly. Well, the alarm sounds, so it's Rue time. And Rue is feeling blue that Serena is gone and announces, it's time for a ball, a blue ball. They need to serve three looks. The first category is blue better work, a.k.a. a blue collar working girl look. The second category is blue jean baby, a denim look, which has been done to death on this goddamn fucking show. And the final category is blue ball bonanza, where they must create a high fashion look using random blue materials. They can use pads from Planet Pepper and wigs from Rockstar Wigs. Come on, product placement. A ball on All Stars? A design challenge? What's going on? There's what, only been two others, right? I got, yeah, I mean, like- This This is is the first three category one, though. Yeah. Because All Stars 3 had the Disco Studio 54 one where one of their things was to be a fucking can of soup. Right. And then All Stars 5 had the what, backyard barbecue one, but that was still only two mm-hmm. books. Right. This, this is, they she pushed just them. said, Rupa probably doesn't even realize this is an All Star season. She just walked in the room and counted 13 girls and was like, I thought we just did this. <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, some of these are not even All Stars, they're some stars. So that's <laughs> what you're going to get from this cast. That's, that's what I call it. The girls go blue item diving as they savagely go through the materials presented before them. The materials are quite weird, but they're all blue. So congrats to the PAs who found all these blue things at the dollar store. Um, there was a lot of blue shit in there, but also very, very few usable things. Yeah, it was a lot of filler items. Um, Eureka is waiting for everyone to finish before she dives in. Girl, don't take what's left. Dumb strategy. Stupid. No, 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 no. Also, you're bigger than all of them. Knock them over. Oh my God, right? That's the, that's like what well, I don't you're understand. The, elephant the queen. Like, 
I don't understand the like mentality of girls who are like, I'm gonna let everyone else do what they want and then I'll figure it out. I'm like, all right, girl. Well, have fun going home. Speaking of dumb strategy, Drag Race superfan Jan reminds us that in season 12, they did the ball ball and she thought she did a good concept. So she's gonna recreate what she did, but like better. What? Scarlett is like, stay away from last season. As Scarlett says, it's a new season, it's a new you, it should be a new look. And but I fully agree. Scarlett does not say all that in front of Jan, though. No, you're right, you're right. She's getting <laughs> confessional. She's um, in front of my camera where Jan is not anywhere nearby. She, like, listen, kind of gives her a quick comment in the workroom, and then in the confessional is like, this dumb bitch. <laughs> now, like, if you want to do a reinvention of your design challenge look, if Jiggly said she was doing it, I get that. We're so far removed from it. This made zero sense as a strategy. Or if it's like with Jiggly's thing, it's like her like post a pop object baked potato couture. Like that's yeah. an iconic look already in Drag Race. Exactly. Go, Jan's ball look was safe. Right. Right. No, I agree. <laughs> well, speaking of Jiggly, she looks at her stuff and she's like, they were looters and she has junk. Um, here we go again. Oh, she had made two outfits on season four. Um, again, as you mentioned, how could we forget baked potato couture and San Tropez? Um, it would be Jiggly's luck, luck that a sewing challenge would happen. I think this was a setup. I'm going to say a conspiracy here. This was a setup. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that they like, I'm sure that at this point it was very much kind of like, all right, well, like, we can get rid of Jiggly if we do this. <laughs> exactly. Jiggly does say she practiced with real fabric, but not with a blanket. She doesn't know how to make it glamorous. So then we get Trinity going over to Eureka and it's like, I need to make a stop sign for my crossing guard look. And Eureka's like, so am I. I'm a crossing guard. Here we go again. Can we prevent this from happening before the, show, the girls get to the show? It's getting old. It's, it's a plot device that's not working anymore. Yeah. And it's actually almost a detriment to them. Yeah, I mean, I think of anything, it's particularly with All-Stars, I don't think the producers mind because it just, like, gives uh, judges and other things to talk about, you know? Because, like, like uh, with season 13, the amount of duo um, looks was just embarrassing. Well, that was weird. That was very weird. Because they, that I was weird because they all kept coming out on different challenges. Right. I almost wish they have to get looks approved, and, like, if you don't get it in on time, you have to try something else. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily, like, I understand how it happens. I think it's more of, like, I I particularly think it's more of a comment on, like, the fact that girls specifically, like, think safely, as opposed Fair. to, like, a lot of girls, I think, when they think of, like, what can I wear to drag race? Like, I don't want to take a ton of risks in a lot of categories, thinking, sure. like, I'm already going to be stressed there, so I don't want to, like, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's what leads to, like, two people being, like, I'm going to be a crossing guard. You know, yeah, it's that's, like, fair. that's fair. It's an easy look. Um, it's easy to like throw together. You have yeah, a stop sign. Uh, people know who you are. That's that's fair. That's fair. Well, Raja loves to sew. It's her gig, but unconventional material challenges sent her home. She just made a dress in a minute. Raja's feeling some sort of way. And Kylie is going for the Miss Congeni Congeniality title and is here to help. But Raja's like, I'm just speaking out loud. Girl, you going for camera moments. That's what you're doing there. Good for her. I'm not feeling Raja, but I know I have a major bias against her. And this episode still made me feel some type of way against Raja O'Hara. 
Are you feeling better about her? I am. Like, I like, I like her this time around in the sense of, I don't, I think, particularly, I mean, it's very helpful on her end that she got a very good start in terms of like being high and then being the winner. But I think, like, I'm, I enjoy her. I think she is, uh, I think she like is, could have easily come in with the mentality of being like, I'm gonna, like, this is my redemption and I'm gonna like be a like robot and kind of like be very obvious about like being more like whatever. But I think she's more just there to win. I think she's very much there to be like, I can be a good drag ring. <laughs> well, Yara is walking around with orange fabric and not doing anything with her materials. She's not stressed to perform well two weeks in a row because she killed her design challenge in season three. In fact, she won. She tells the Which room that they have the... <laughs> yeah, right. There were 40 um, million she, of them. She tells the room that they have the best materials and they're all fucking it up. She's just waiting for them to finish their looks, see what other materials are left over. She's talented and skilled and can turn the party in 30 minutes. She can even sew without looking. She's a nut. What is she doing on this show? She's insane. How did she not, how did she pass psych? I feel like there is a pretty good group of girls that are like strong drag queens, right? Like Yara Sophia and Pandas drag queen. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. But I feel like there's a pretty good set of girls in terms of like RuPaul's Drag Race canon that can walk into the workroom on episode one, look around and be, and like tell themselves like, oh, I'm not the winner. Oh, I'm the entertainment, you know? And just kind yeah. of like understanding that like there's probably other girls in the room that have a lot of things going for them in terms of like production, route, storyline, whatnot. And be like, yeah. well, the louder I am, the more TV time I'll get. Like, and I That's, think that is true. Yeah. Um, she is going to be working on something. She is, she asked Jiggles if she should do bracelets or bracelets and a necklace. And Jiggly says bracelets. So what does Yara do? Good. Necklace and bracelet it is. To live in that mind of that monster for a day, I want to know what goes on inside there. It's like very, um, it's very like Tammy Brown said no. So yeah, right. I'll take, I'll show um, I also love the behind the scene moment. Um, I posted it on Instagram yesterday of Trinity explaining in confessional, she's excited to present three looks and the lights going out in the background. I thought that was priceless. That face was me yesterday watching everyone do pride. Also funny that it was like the like follow up to her comedy routine. (laughs) Right. It was so funny. Well, Rue pops in out of the blue. Ha, 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 ha. Mm -hmm. Uh Time for the, can we even call it a walkthrough? What do we call it now? Like a. Oh, I call it show and tell. I call it show Show and tell. tell? Okay, cool. Because we all got to go to Rue's table now. Mm -hmm. Rue reminds Erika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rue reminds Eureka that she was very close to winning last time she was there. What she did, she, she was not that close. The contract said that she had to be, so she was. <laughs> okay. Eureka has been blessed with success. Um, QHBO's We're Here montage, uh, which I have still not seen. I've not been, uh, I have not watched that show. Uh, Eureka isn't a sewer. She's a crafter, but she's feeling confident. She says that with big girls, there is an element of camp that she wants to, but she wants to be a look queen. She wants to showcase a look. And I say, good luck with that. Curve, swerve, and slay the runway if you can. Do all big queens have to do camp? No. 
by no means do I think that all of them have to do camp. Again, I think in terms of it's a very a lot a lot of like bigger girls have like they know how to be campy because a lot of their yeah. like right a lot of times they do numbers or mixes or whatever like they lean into it anyways again it's like i think it's easy to fall back on being like i'm yeah. already like very comical in the sense of being like uh you know i'm just like squishing myself into a corset and dress and whatnot blah, blah, blah. like i can do the camp route anyways like i think yeah. it's just easier and safer sometimes it's sometimes. true Jiggly joins Rue, and we finally get the May I Call You Jiggly moment. It has been eight years since Jiggly was there. She got her teeth fixed, um, and she's a woman, and you can call her Bianca. Rue points out that she has a different energy, and Jiggly wishes she had fixed the things that were hurting her before she came on the show. Jiggly appreciates everything Rue has given to her, including Ryan Murphy knowing her name, though it's probably just by her character name, which is Veronica on Pose. Um, and her character is the seamstress of the House of Ferocity. I guess we can all say that Jiggly Caliente is a great actress. <gasps> Poor Jiggly. Yeah. Um, Rue reminds Jiggly of the design challenge and what Alyssa said. Alyssa Summers. Now let's discuss this. Did a producer feed Rue this or did Rue really remember who the fuck Alyssa Summers was? No way in hell she remembers who Alyssa I don't even remember who Alyssa Summers is. Uh, when she said that, my thought was, what did Alyssa Summers say? <laughs> I was like, going through my head, and then she said, baked potato couture, and I was like, I could tell you that it was said. I couldn't have told you it was Alyssa Summers who said <laughs> right. it. Right. I guarantee you that the um, Google searches for Alyssa Summers spiked on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> there was, they got one gay intern who actually knows all Drag Race history and was like, ooh, 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 jiggling in the room. What happens if next all-star season Alyssa Summers walks in? People gonna start Googling her again. Yep. Yep. Oh uh, god, that, that made me laugh. I was like, Alyssa Summers? Who? Oh, anyway. Raja visits Rue and Rue starts to talk to her about her on season 11. And Raja interrupts her and says, She was a mouthy queen. Exactly her point, bitch. Shut up. She was there to prove a point of view. She was misdirect she had misdirected energy and insecurities she did some self-reflecting to get to the root of what she was doing she claimed she was misunderstood as a villain but bitch you were just a villain that's all you were you are misunderstood we knew you were a villain you were a shit stirrer yeah rude does remind her that a design challenge sent her home but no burlap this time around Again, yeah, that we was get also three... a really weird design challenge that sent her home. I know it was, but she tried my pants. Well, not the right decision, but these are the only three walkthroughs we get, which always is assigned to the edit. Um, obviously, we knew one of them was going to win, one of them was going to lose, and one's to throw us off. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's now eliminate. Yeah, it's now elimination day. They're getting ready for the blue ball, and Kylie Sunique Loves gets the confessional explaining that usually blue ball means two, but this week is going to be three. That was a choice to have the transgender woman talk about balls. It's, uh... Okay. You know, all the other girls are busy trying to make yeah. sure you room. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. 12 girls, 36 looks. Oh, 
Yada is going to be a construction girl and she tells Jan that she's hiding it so nobody sees it. It's a real reveal. It's literally hidden in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> right. Eureka calls Yada cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and she can't wait to see what she's going to bring. Silky is sweating as she works on the sewing machine and Jiggly is mocking her and Silky has no idea. Doesn't matter. She's going to paint in 25 minutes. Scout Sonner, can you paint in 25 minutes? I can, sure. I can do a lot of things. I mean, it's going to be pretty. Um, that is my challenge for you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna walk out on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. Next time you're on the podcast, do a twenty. Next time you're on the podcast, do a twenty-five minute beat before coming on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, my final appearance on the podcast. Uh... (laughs) Jiggly and Ginger chat about how Jiggly only plays a designer on television, but she is proud of her slutty party dress. It's very Saint Tropez because drink every time they say mention that. Roger brings up the voting situation and Eureka asks if they're making rules again or doing it their own thing. So Trinity says it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see who has the weaker looks. Raja calls her out and Trinity is like, that's not what you heard me say, but it's exactly what I said. Um, I told you Raja wants a shitster, always a shitster. But at least she's but, doing well in the challenges. Now you could stir Trump for doing well. Yeah. Ginger tries to be the adult in the room and says, vote with integrity, but what does integrity even mean? Ginger says it's a decision she can stand behind, and Jiggly is like, what about relationships and friendships? Cue the silence. How would you feel if one of your sisters sent you home? I think it would be entirely dependent on the situation. Mm -hmm. I think it's very much kind of like, if I did the worst, like, sure, I'm going to sit there next to my sister and be like, save me. Like, fucking save mm-hmm. me. But if she doesn't, I'm not going to be mad. But I think I think what would make me more mad, I would understand it even more, but I think what would make me more mad is if I was, like, doing well, landed in the bottom one week, and then my sister sent me home. as an op- Seeing an opportunity, I'd be like, mm-hmm. salty bitch. You now, what, would, would you have a problem sending one of your sisters home? No. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you this really tough question. You have to decide if you're going to send home your ex-lover, your best friend, or your drag mom. So who are you giving the chops? Seraphim, Rigatoni, or Sigma? Uh, I, I'm... Mm. Well, to be fair, Sigma kind of already cut herself, so... You're going to cut your drag mom? No, I'd cut Seraphim. She's by far the strongest competition. (laughs) All right, that's fair. Uh, Seraphim picked Sigma. Well, my other other thing in saying Sigma would be I don't want another girl on the runway with my face. Um, That's true. That is very true. I mean, I have Sigma's face, and uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. she does it better. It's true. Well, my one of my favorite moments of the episode was Scarlet Envy with her half beat on, yelling into the mirror, no more plastic hangers. Good for her. Love it. All right, let's go to the runway. Rue is shockingly not wearing blue tonight, but every other color of that funky metallic material she wore on that down, ru- down under runway as well. Remember that like green and silver thing? Oh, it's the same yeah. thing, but in like multi- in those in the purples and shit. Michelle is joined by Carson and special guest Big 
fucking Frida, who looks so delightful in purple, stunning hair. Yeah, you already know. Um, good for Big Frida getting a, a little bit of a comeback in the past two years. Oh yeah, she been she been getting all the exposure. Yeah, um, I'm uh, so I didn't tell my mom yet, but I bought tickets to see Kesha. Um, even though I still can't, you know, walk or stand, but I'm August thirty first. I'm gonna be there. I have to make it happen. I hope Big Frida shows up and does Raising Hell with her. Yeah. She I love that her? song so much. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. All right. Let's dive into our 36 looks. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So category is Blue Better Work. And in honor, we are going to play Working Girl or Unemployed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love being stupid. Are you ready? Let's do it. Raja O'Hara, no designers listed. Um, no. Where is the drag? You can literally pick this outfit up from like a construction site and call it a day. I think the hat is on the hair is quite funny, but that's the only positive I will give it. I needed her to deliver so much more. This for me is a major disappointment. So when she came around the corner, I was confused because I thought the category meant you had to do like a blue collar job, whatever, in a blue version of what they would wear. And so fair, she came around the fair. corner and I was like, oh, she's just oh. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I thought it was okay. I like the, I like the helmet on the beehive. I couldn't stop looking at that. Yeah, I mean, Michelle's favorite part of the outfit was the hat on the top of the wig, and we all know real loves that. Mm-hmm. So clearly there was bonus points wig. for that. Yeah. Um, I just, there was no drag to it. Where was the drag? Like, those are literally probably her glasses that she wears as a boy. Didn't work for me. I'm giving it an unemployed. Yeah, it was very middle. Yeah, unemployed. Audience, 54% working girl, 46% unemployed. Next up, Kylie Sonique Love. No designers listed. Um, I think this is a very sexy look. If you remove the toolbox, it's just a denim look. Coincidental? I don't know. Um, I do wonder, though, if this was her denim look and she switched it up and added the props to make it work for this. But I think the fit is perfect. She's the only one who can get away with a bob like that, because if anyone else tries to wear that wig, not going to fly. But I liked it because she looks beautiful, but I was also, again, very underwhelmed by this. Um, Yeah, it was. I mean, it was cute. I liked it. Um, But I mean, I didn't have any problems with it. Yeah, neither did I. Like For me, the difference is there's at least an element of drag to this as opposed to where Raja was. So I will flip here and say this would be a working girl. Same. The audience, 83% working girl, 17% unemployed. Um, Carson did think that there were so many layers and an interesting shape to this look. Um, Just going to point out some of the, the highlights that the judges said as we go along. All right, next up. Eureka, look by Marco Marco, hair by Wigs and Grace, jewels by Rocks by Cox, nails by Nails by Glamazon. So here's my thing. I think the hat and the white button-down shirt are screaming Gigi's ice cream look, which if that's where my head goes, it's a miss. But also, like, that's what you would wear if you're, like, a milkman. So I almost feel like the dress part was an addition to another idea. Yeah. But I I think it's... Yeah, no, I think it's greatly proportioned. Uh, the dress and the hair are perfect for it. I like the stop sign saying strut and uh, stop. 
Um, the whistle yeah, purse is cute in camp, and obviously the boy on her ass is total camp. Yeah, that's cute. Um, but yeah, because, like it just didn't scream crossing guard because like most crossing guards I see in this area are um, old and curmudgeon. Yeah, I thought it was cute though. I know Michelle loved the outfit with the kid who ran too fast into her booty. I will give it a working girl. Same. Audience, 88% working girl, 12% plus 12% unemployed. All right. Jan, look by Casey Slater, hair by Double D Wigs, laser cut accessories by Jake and Molhausen. Um, so she works in an auto shop, question mark. Didn't quite get it, but she went beyond the brief, and I suppose that's okay because it's all up to interpretation. For me, she was serving Mickey Mouse realness, and you cannot tell me otherwise. Yeah, it was very, it wasn't like, I thought it was a little like too conceptualized. Yeah, um, at the end of the day, from the right, and at the end of the day, it's a leotard, but the material is what kind of elevates it and the, and the yeah. concepts. Um, I might have tried this look with boots because there was so much dead space between the feet and the garment, but I like that she pushed it. It just didn't. Yeah, next to everyone else, didn't become a top you know yeah it was very like for me it was very uh it was like too far removed from the prompt like i understood that like i appreciated the the creativity but it was like you thought you thought too far into this yeah i will give it a working girl though because i do think it is fun and it was oh yeah it was a fun very like very well-made look agree the audience was 69 percent working girl 31 percent unemployed next up jiggly caliente headpiece by Manila Luzon, Ponytail by D. Tranny Bear Marino. I love this concept. I think it's brilliant. The hat as a trash can top was very smart. The yellow jacket looks like a garbage worker while giving it a feminine touch. It was a funny bit to have the girl's names on the garbage can, but how the hell did she get it there or did she steal a garbage can from craft services? She must have. She just grabbed it from the workroom. So funny. I love that. Um, she She was on the hallway out there and she said, I'm stealing this. Bye. Honestly, if that's how it was, good for her. I want that footage, though. I thought it was cute, but I think, um, I think for me it was like the hat. Like I liked the hat, but then the rest of it was just kind of very like, sure. I don't know yeah. why Janet. It's, it's, it's interesting. Clothing, but yeah, it's interesting because Jiggly is this season delivering fashion as opposed to drag, um, and I think that's the disconnect this season for her. Mm-hmm. Michelle says the look was cute and said the names on the trash can was shady. I will give it a working girl. I actually kind of did enjoy this because she did look good. Yeah, I liked it, but I just thought it was... The audience, was okay. 65% working girl, 35% unemployed. Yeah. Next up, Silky, not Meg Ganache. No designers listed. Um, I don't get this. Literally, without the milk bottles, this is just a red jumpsuit with red sparkly boots. Yeah, it was great. Unemployed. I I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I do not love the two-tone materials like because the flat X, satin yeah. side. Yeah, it looks like so incomplete. Uh, unemployed. This was just a mess. No. This this was an afterthought look. Yeah, it was. She walked out. Of her. Yeah, uh, the audience, though, they were kind of on board with it. 61% working girl, 39% unemployed. Blue. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we love it and silky here. I'm unemployed on it, but Next up, Scarlet Envy, no designers listed. This is going to be a trend that I'm going to say a lot. Um, 
So I think she falls in the same trap Jan went into. The only difference yep. is this looks like fashion. Um, I love the wood material to create the top and pants. The saws really put that drag edge to it. Her beat is on point, and she does look pretty good in black hair. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, no, I like, it was cute. I thought the, like, blade looked a little too flimsy. Yeah, they, like, they like, definitely I understand, were. I don't know what the, I don't know what you would use for that to, like, actually make right. it with not be flimsy, but also I looked at it, and I was like, that's not a blade, that's fabric. Yeah. Um, I, I could see you doing a look like this. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, I, this is kind of probably how, like, I would probably conceptualize to this point for, like, a, a prompt like this and then walk in and be like, oh, <laughs> I just took, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I think I like it. I think it's, again, what you said with Jan, like, it's a little, it did go a little further than I think she needed to, but. Yeah, I like it. I appreciate it. I'm giving it a working girl. Thank you. Audience, 64% working girl, 36 unemployed. Akira, C. Davenport. No designers listed. Um, I like that she's bringing a little bit more camp this season. I like the elements of the look, and it achieves the goal of a blue-collar worker, though the exact title might need a little bit more explanation. Love the mask as a hat. The hand in the metal rod was funny. Insert fisting joke here. Um, she sparkles just the right way with the bronze top and the boots, but overall, I wanted a little more. I was a bit underwhelmed by this. Yeah, I think it was kind of like a, she threw a lot at the wall. And like, just hope some of it stuck. Yeah. Um, Carson said her look was fun, but he didn't know she was a welder. Um, is it because Carson has no idea what a welder does anyway? I think I think it's specifically if if the if the mask had been down, like the welding mask had been down first, I think right. that would have given it away immediately because that's okay. There you go. Associated with a welder. I, I yeah yeah I can see that. Um, I do like it because it wasn't bad, so I will give it a working girl. Yeah, I think I, I liked it overall. I think it was just kind of, again, I think maybe like another couple of days to edit the outfit might have yeah. helped her, but overall I liked it. The audience not really on board. 49% working girl, 51% unemployed. Dang audience. Next up, Pandora Box. No designers listed. Um, she knows how to play a character quite well, and she's serving you lunch lady realness. That's what she's doing. The reveal was great. Certainly fits the rule of the reveal look needing to be stronger. I think this is camp. It's fun. It's true to Pandora. That bit of pop from the shoulder pieces really break up the garment. And the hair is classic and done right. I think this is excellent for Pandora. Yeah, it was very well executed, put together everything. I'm a, did you say there was a designer listed? Uh, no designer listed for Pandora. I was gonna, my guess is that this is um, the Lady Hyde. Maybe it's possible. I know she works with Pandora at times. Yeah. Um, for me, this is wonderful working girl. I love it. Yeah, it's very, yes, working girl. Very good. Audience, 90% working girl, 10% unemployed. They're really on board with this one. Next up, we got Yara Sophia. No designers listed. Well, designer. once again, remove no designers. Um, remove the props designer you have. For this? Maybe you have nothing to do with this challenge get, when you get rid of the props. Um, I have no idea why any construction girl would be wearing a bikini to a work site. Those boobs are floppy. The hair is teased and will most certainly get caught in machine. I'm not blown it's, away by this. I want more. It's very like 90s boy movie. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like 
um, a hot, fantasy like, girl at the yeah. construction site. Like, I get that kind of idea of it, but it's not at all based on any sort of reality. Which yeah, Yara, I, I oh. right. I think Yara, when you give her a brief, she has no idea what to do with it, and she's going to do whatever she wants. Yeah, I think she's looking at it from another planet. But yeah, it's fine. Michelle had no idea who she was supposed to be. It looked like someone walking around the East Village. Not wrong. Just one of the village people. <laughs> ah! Um, I have to give this unemployed. It was a miss. Yeah, sure yeah. miss. Big miss. The audience, 29% working girls, 71% unemployed. Next up, we have Ginger Minge. We have a design team here. Hair by Integration, Jewels by Gems by Genesis, Look by Gidget Galore. Um, Mario, this is funny. This was funny. Um, I love how she can give you camp while realizing the prompt. Uh, the sparkly material of the overalls really helped define it as drag. I didn't love the red hair and wished it was black just to really knock it into the Mario, but that ass crack moment in the back had me cackling. Yeah, I love everything about it except the hair makes it very like Tippy Long stocking, like Shirley Temple, like that. Yeah, it was it, like Raggedy Ann almost. Like, and have we ever so seen? That bright red is what makes her look right. like a like, clown or doll or something. And so yeah, yeah. Have that. we ever seen Ginger wear like black hair before, though? I mean, we've seen like dark brown. We've seen rooted black. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so maybe the black was scary for her. But no, I I, I think it needed the black to really hammer it home. But overall, I think it's a great concept. color is the top. That's yeah. what, like, it's, there's nothing yeah. there to break that up. So it's very. Exactly. Like, overall, I'm going to give it a working girl mostly for concept overall, as opposed to execution. <laughs> yeah yeah i got a working girl audience 54 percent working girl 46 percent unemployed trinity cape one oh no designers listed this is embarrassing where Again, is the drag designer, this is her this is just pieces from like literal camp closet and when i say camp i'm not talking about like oh that's camp i mean i literally worked at a boy scout camp and had these these yeah, pieces um, that i could help parking on sunday so we obviously had allusions to the stop sign in the workroom. This is literal garbage. The hat is probably the campiest part of the look, aside from the gloves. Ching. Um, the orange lips tie the story together, but she's wearing khaki pants. She's, imagine if she had walked out without the stop sign. Imagine if she couldn't have, like, didn't have time to make stop sign. But she would have just walked out and they would have been like, what are you hitchhiking? <laughs> Right. But you know what? Here I'm going to say that nothing can save us from those hideous Timberlands. Listen, they make Timberland heels. Get those. You cannot be wearing those fucking boots on the runway with Al and shit. Like, what were you thinking? I think she had one more box to check off of her packing list. She didn't think it was going to come this soon. I just could she not she believe. When, if, if you just look at the look from the waist down, you're like, drag. is this a drag competition? What are we doing it's here? Camp. It's camp. It was so but bad. I mean, like, um, again, Boy Scout camp. Right. This is unemployed for me. Get fired. It was, yeah, it's not rough. Um, audience, 18% working girl, 82% unemployed. Those were definitely some sympathy votes given there. So that was our nice. first category. Is, is there anyone you would say was, in your opinion, the best? In my opinion, the best. I, in my head, Pandora stands out. I was going to say Pandora as well. I think yeah. hers, specifically because I think it could have very, it could have gone very wrong with the like reveal, like being underwhelming. You know, 
And right, instead absolutely. it was like, oh, that's really good. Yeah. All right. Next category is blue jean baby. Um, well, I just want to say that when you like roll backwards, it looks like you're like reaching into Candy Muse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. In honor of this runway, we are going to be playing Denim Do or Denim Don't. Okay. Raja O'Hara, no designers listed. I really like this look because it's stylish and fashionable. I wish she didn't already give us a pant look in the previous category because it took away from the wow factor here. This looks sexy and the use of denim, denim really creates a really cool design on top. She is just the right amount of sparkle. Uh, that purple shake and go is covered by the fedora. Thank the Lord. I like this. All of them. Yeah. I like it all. Again, something I could see you wearing. Sure. Or is it too sexy for you? Not with that hat. <laughs> I think you could pull it off a scalp. Hats on wig. As Brady, though, I don't know. Not maybe not. Not Brady in a fedora. Uh, that's, that's a scary thing. I like this. I'll give it a denim do. Denim do. Audience: eighty-four percent denim do, sixteen percent denim dope. Kylie, Sonique, Love, no designers listed. This is Pride. I love the blue and pink bandanas at the top and the trans flag um, as the the um, flag. It was smart choice. As far as the denim. They are a pair of jeans. So as beautiful as they look, she's going to need us need to wow us a little more because the concepts are feeling a bit redundant. Um, but this really is an homage to Christina um, and it really makes her look super sexy. Yeah, I think I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about like any sort of simplicity or whatnot with it when she was on the run. Like she does look really good. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's going to be the thing with that's going to be the thing with Kylie is she's always going to look good, but is she going to be able to step it up? Yeah, um, RuPaul spent all of last summer just staring at the trans <laughs> T. That's the team. Um, <laughs> big free to love the bandanas and gave Britney Spears vibes. Um, I'll give it a denim do. Denim do. Audience ninety percent denim do, ten percent denim don't. All right, we got Eureka, look by Calvi Marquez Jr. and Kip Yanaga, hair by Couture Chaos Hair, jewels by Rocks by Cox. I am always a fan of the dark denim, and I like it here. I think I'm just a little bored by this. There's just nothing special going on. I wish the leotard under was a different color to show a bit more contrast because it does blend into each other. But mm -hmm. the blonde mohawk is, slight, is smartly proportioned. The necklace did look cheap. You got that HBO money? Please use it. Yeah, I think um, I think like overall I like this in the sense that it uh, is like just very it fits her very well. It's very yeah. well made. Um, yeah. Particularly if you have like a whole list of shit to get together and you've got a million people making things, I think it's really easy for things to like not fit the same over and over. Right. You know? and exactly. Then I think she clearly just knows who to go to with her money. Yeah. Carson says the B -E big E necklace gave us a little touch of sense of humor, which she incorporates into all of her looks. I'll give it a denim do. Not overwhelmingly, but the audience was 68% denim do, 32% denim don't. We got Jan with no designers listed. Uh, she hasn't posted this look yet, but she wants us to know she's a star. I love the design of the outfit because it's over the top and it's drag. The symmetry of the denim colors please my eye because I am such a symmetrical person. 
I would have eliminated the top points on the shoulders and it takes away it from the hips and shows you just how small the hair is. And also red is not her color, but as um, someone messaged me on Instagram, they said, are you seated? seated? Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. They said, I thought this was a colonoscopy. Gag. <laughs> uh, so Jam, don't wear red. Uh, you know, this was a really cool look. This was over the top. It was drag. It was fun. Um, yeah. yeah, it was great. It looks very, 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 very good. Lots mm -hmm. like particularly because like things with that kind of structure, like packing them and whatnot. I feel like it's really easy for you Absolutely, to put it back down on the runway and be like, shit. <laughs> right. Like there's got to be a lot of foam in on those that booty. Which I love a foamy booty. Yeah, I'll give it That's a denim do. I loved it. Yeah. Denim do. Denim do's eight ninety-eight percent. Denim don't two percent. So there's at least one hater out there. Uh, Jiggly Caliente, no designers listed. I think this is super cute. I love the hair. The beat is super soft. I think unlike Kylie, this jean pant is the focal point of the look. The flare is super retro, very fashionable, but I think Jiggly needed to add a little more pizzazz to the top as it's missing something as it's just a white t-shirt. Yeah. I um, I think it just needed like more accessories, like jewelry wise. And, yeah. and the top, my other thing with the pants, which I don't really know, what what the, what kind of access they had to things backstage but like can we get the girls a steamer they have they have to have a steamer or ginger brought her own because she was steaming her face last episode can someone let jiggly borrow the steamer? <laughs> yeah especially if it's is ginger she's their best friend so that, th um, I just, that those pants were like so big and all i could think of was like they need yeah pressing well, Carson loves the hair and the makeup, but didn't love it from the neck down because you could have bought it at a store. Fine, whatever. It's not H&M at least, but um, I'll give it a denim do. Yeah. I like the denim part of it in particular. Yeah. Denim do. Audience, 53% denim do, 47% denim don't. Um, silky nutmeg ganache. Oh boy. It's the same silky from season 11. No taste. I absolutely hate this. It's a denim leotard with sparkly fringe chaps and gloves and a hat. I, it looks thrown together and I'm, I'm incredibly bored by it. I don't know where I'm supposed to look aside from looking away. I think I just like, it didn't even, why, why did it need all the red sparkles? Like you could have made that exact piece out of denim and it would look much better. Right. That's why I think this was put together last minute. Like she probably had the denim leotard and then was like, fuck, I need something else. It was just a yeah. complete miss. I just, I um, think, I probably, like, I don't really necessarily mind the silhouette. I just kind of wish that the red no, the silhouette's fine. frilly it, shit was denim. It, yeah, it's, it was so distracting. Frilly shit. Denim don't for me. Not, denim not, don't. yeah. Audience was 20% denim do, 80% denim don't. Next up, we got Scarlet Envy. No designers listed. She is serving you dirty down south July 4th red deck party realness. I like her interpretation of the theme, but she could have elevated it a little further, but I needed boots for this look to really bring it home. Why was she not wearing boots? Oh, well, she's in the like little pumps there. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know, I thought they were cute. I don't understand. She said that it was a love letter to queer America. Yeah, that was a joke. I had to be. Um, I mean, the American flag denim is a thing. Real people wear it. Um, I wish they would stop wearing it, but it's a thing that people wear, especially during yeah. the summer. 
just, but and I also hate ha- floppy hats with like the top open. Like those are really really dumb. I also don't think that purse is like the right purse, but no. But again, oh. she at least Overall, was like doing that. something different, right? I agree. I think it is a denim do for me, um, yeah. not overwhelmingly so. But she did. She picked a different pattern than anyone else was going to pick. So smart on her. Audience was sixty six percent denim do, thirty four percent denim don't. Next up, a curious see Davenport. No design is listed. She is full hood and owning it. Um, she looks so sexy and I showcasing that body. I love, love the Bantu look. braids, uh, how they work so well with the look. The lace is hot. The denim color works for her. I'm a fan of this. Yes, big fan, big fan. You know who's not a fan? Michelle Visage, who says the look was go- like was too going to the club instead of mainstays RuPaul's Drag Race. Eek. Yeah, I, she said it. I, I don't think I there's anything wrong with like. I mean, sure, she does look like she could walk into a club in that, but I don't. I think she also looks like she could walk down a runway in that. I agree, and I think so. I'm not going to say it's a racist comment, but I'm going to say it's a racist comment. And clearly, we get we were allowed to say that kind of shit on Drag Race because Scarlett Adams. Um, I will give this a denim do. I think this was lovely. Denim do. Audience, 85% denim do, 15% denim don't. All right, Pandora box, no designers listed. Again, true classic camp, big boobs, tiny hat. I love the Dolly reference here. Very simple yet effective for this category. Love the flare of the sleeves and the legs. I think the hair could have been even bigger because it is going for camp, but you probably needed an entire suitcase if you're going to go with bigger hair for this. Yeah. It's very, very cute. I like, I love it. Yeah, I'm sure Vanna Do is going to um, try to steal it. Oh my gosh, it's very Um, I'll give it a denim denim do. Denim do. The audience, 68% denim do, 32% denim don't. Yanathophia, no designers listed. If that waistline was any lower, you could see her cuckoo, Miss Amores. Um, It's more acid wash than denim, but this is really hot and very sexy fashion. Love the flat hair here because it's very model. But her beat is just scary. I don't know why Yada pants the way she does, but it's kind of scary. Yeah, it's very harsh. Mm-hmm. It's very like, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, if, imagine Carmen Ferrales beat with this look. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I understand that. Um, um, but again, I think that same issue of the sense of like, it's not really that well, that's the issue here. Um, yeah. It looks good, but it's not denim. As Carson says, the titties were getting redundant and he is glad she retired them for the moment, which was not, but the look was super not denim because it was bandana print. And that's where I'm stuck. It's a, For me, it's a very soft denim do, but because she didn't fulfill the prompt, it's denim don't. So I'm right in the middle there. Yeah, it's good, but I think it's just not denim. Yeah, audience was 53% denim do, 47% denim don't. Next is Ginger Minch, Hair by Integration, Jewels by Gems by Genesis, Look by Gidget Galore. This is really cute. It is, but it's incredibly safe. And if you told me that she pulled it yeah. out of her closet the day before she left because she was a last-minute replacement for Adore Delano, I would have believed you. Um, it's very simple country-inspired look. The hair is just right. I just need a little more pizzazz and dazzle and sparkle from the belt to really help the proportions because that belt was too small. 
Yeah, it was. I liked it overall. Like, I think. Imagine like a big G belt buckle. That would have really pushed it over the yeah. edge for me. Um, but Ginger just knows how to dress herself, and that's what we're seeing here. Um, I wish it was better, so that's why I will give it a denim. Don't. I'll give it a denim do. All right. The audience, 31% denim do, 69% denim don't. Finally, from this category, we have Trinity K. Bonet. No designers listed. I love the 70s-inspired look. The hair is perfect. I love her in this shade of blonde. It is perfect. The yeah. bell bottoms are a great example of denim. The soft pink top works for the story, but I would have loved to see her in something more disco or hippy-dippy like pattern. Maybe even like the shirt you're wearing right now. Come on, daisies. Yeah. Um, it's Cute. very like, I think it's like very kind of like step up from her, the like Pete Love and Peace yeah. um, runway yeah, yeah. that she did. But it's very well made. If it's her, she looks really good at it in this hair. I gorgeous. agree. I think this, for me, it's a denim do. Denim do. Audience, not a fan. 47% denim do, 53% <clears throat> denim don't. Wow. Who are you going to crown as the winner of this category? Um, I feel like Pandora's coming to mind. Oh, Akira. Akira. No, never mind. Akira. Okay. I am going to give a tie to Akira and Jan. Oh, Jan's is very good, but I think I just like Akira. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That, that's better. <laughs> but no, right. Jan's is also right. very up there. It's true. Well, final category. Category is Blue Ball Bonanza. And in honor, we are going to play Horny or Celibate. You know, because of blue balls and yeah, I, I, I have I, much. I, I, if if y'all knew how much blue balls I'm getting, being stuck at home, in New Jersey, with not being able to walk, oh my god, it's terrible. Don't ever fuck up your back. R.I.P. <laughs> All right, let's start off with Raj O'Hare. I'm not going to list uh, designers here because it probably would have only been wigs, and not everyone did it, so we're not even going to yeah. go through it. But Raj O'Hare, I think the cut of this is the most interesting part, and that's all I've got. Also, the sleeves, I know, were intentionally long, but they looked like a oopsie-doopsie mistake. I liked it. I think she knew exactly what silhouette she wanted to make, and she said, I need that fabric right there. I need this thing right here. It's blue, and I need this to, like, to make sure it's all good. Damn good. I'll go. Like, yeah. I think it was very smart for a design challenge. My problem, though, is I literally hate her in these fucking short shake-and-goes. The color makes it look so cheap. I guess. I think it's cute. I know I know I'm alone on this, but I'm not blown away by this look. I like it. I think it's very well executed for the workroom. Carson thinks this look is so fantastic. Big Frida calls it Black Judy Jetson futuristic shortcut with the big earrings, and Rue calls it absolutely stunning. Because I'm a man of my word, I'm going to go celibate. I know I'm in the minority here, but that's where I'm going. You're a hater. Horny. Horny. Audience agrees with you. 85% horny, 15% celibate. All right. Kylie Sonique Love. I think it's an interesting that she's bringing a third denim looking outfit to this challenge. Um, it's cohesive and it's sexy. I think the blue stars are obviously cheap, but she found a way to make them work, though I would have removed them from the ponytail. But I do love the ponytail because it's so fresh and young and the color looks great on her. The only thing I didn't love is her eye makeup is not my favorite. I know she's playing around with eye shape here, but it doesn't really serve her because it really pulls her back. Yeah. I mean, it makes her look like almost old. Yeah. 
that like should have been like yeah yanked you know um but yeah. i think overall i like the outfit i think it's really absolutely well made for for absolutely the work room michelle loves stars carson says it's super chic and really really fun i will give it a horny same thing audience 89 percent horny 11 percent celibate all right eureka it's the length of the dress that is killing me. I need it to be about three inches longer because I do not want to see the panty. It's a very simple silhouette and you never know this was an unconventional material. So good for her. But I think I'm going to have an issue with Eureka and her styling, but that's all on me all the time. The heels are also the wrong color blue. So I also said when she was walking down the run and I was watching the episode, I was like, why is it so short? Like, why can I like, oh, it's a puss outlook. I see whatever. And then I can't remember who said it. Maybe it was Bob or Trixie. I don't know. Someone, one of the after shows that I watched was one of the queens like mentioned that it's like very obvious. She knew that that would like kind of like help her dimension wise and like proportion wise of like making her look, look, making her look more in proportion than she would have been had like it been a little longer. It might've looked a little lumpier on her. So like that's fair. after looking at it from like kind of a like, I guess, what perspective she may have looked at it from i just think i would have picked a different silhouette instead of yeah maybe maybe that's what it is my puss out you know yeah may that that's that's my biggest issue because again we're not going camp here we're going for fashion and it's not fully reading i would have picked a different silhouette if if she knew like oh if i go a little longer it'll make me look frumpy or whatever i probably would have just been like all right i've got a million silhouettes that like i've had made or whatever let me think of another one that right might look or even if you wanted to have that that one that flare and then make like the bottom like a pencil skirt that still could have worked yeah big frida is a diamond queen and appreciated all the bling and to be plus size girl in such a tiny skirt and be so confident ruse says it's really well done I didn't like it. Again, I know I'm a lot biased in this. I'll give it a celibate. Um, I liked it. I'm horny. Big Frida said that she liked all the diamonds, and those were ABs. Big Frida. <laughs> Mama. Ooh, girl, diamonds. this, that shit. Don't be fooled. Um, yeah, audience agreed with you. 73% horny, 27% celibate. Moving on to Jan. Um, so she went for something that looks like an unconventional look. I know she had her mindset on doing this, but I do not feel it was in her best in- interest, nor did it serve her well. I don't think Ruth sees her doing this style of drag. I appreciate the effort she put into it and the construction of it is well done, though let's be real, it's just a bunch of stuff on a corset. The hair is brilliant. The makeup is continued into the Hunger Games inspired story. I just wish she would have pushed herself in a different direction. I just think this silhouette didn't look good on her the first time, and it's still not looking good on her this time. Yeah. Um, it's just too I know, busy again, in the wrong places. I agree. Uh, for me, it's a celibate. Um, yeah, celibate. Not for me. The audience was 78% horny, 22% celibate. All right. It's time for Jiggly Caliente. Oof. Oh man, poor I'm, girl. I'm she's proud of this. this. It's a sack with streamers on it. It's a blanket. Her face is pretty. Yeah. What? Like, it's not even symmetrical streamers. They're just placed in random spots. What? Like, if you're going for fashion, what store do you see this in? Where are you going? Are you going to Rainbow? 
it's just weird to me that like she's been doing drag for how long has put how many things on her body who knows like she's like this looks good on me this looks good on me just like think of something that looks good on you and try and recreate it I promise you you're not doing that right now because this is I know there was no way to save this but if she removed all the streamers made something to be a belt it could have been okay right and like maybe like with a cape or something I don't know but like yeah Michelle says, for all stars, this was not enough. Big Frida says, sewing is not for everybody. She gives good direction on how it should be sewed, but she feels her pain. Carson says, it's not up to the level of the other girls. There's no other option but celibate. Yeah, no, celibate. The audience was 9% horny, 91% celibate. Next up, Silky, not Meganosh. What the hell is this? The pants do not look good. If you're not a seamstress, why even try? This is proven fact on the show. Do not do pants. The hair I hate. Like, why is she doing a hard front? I don't get it. There's just nothing wow about this look. It's so blue. It's so bland. And why does she have stuffing on the jacket? Like, it looks like a mistake. It's, like, very, like, in the same vein as Sister Sister's unconventional (laughs) material thing. Like, she was just like, "Um, I guess this looks good. Let me make one more thing. All right. I guess this looks good. Let me make one more thing. It's very why different. would you just have to bring up sister sister on this podcast god damn it i was forgetting That's about her what reminded me of i know i know um yeah this was a complete mess celibate celibate audience 26 percent horny 74 percent celibate all right scarlet envy this is how you do it i think the shape and silhouette is stunning the hair is passion and she's got the gloves please show me the flaw of this outfit Girl, she got the right materials. It was effervescent. It was stunning. Mm-hmm. It was it was one of the best things I've ever seen her wear. I think the only thing is I would have either done nine, zero little shoulder flares or both. Or two. I I, maybe she ran out of fabric or maybe time maybe. or whatever. But, even, but, but it was just, it, even it, it with did the one, it. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, this for me, like we don't even have to wait till the end, is my favorite look of this this oh. category. Horny, horny, horny. horny. Like, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a horny. Yeah. Oh, same. And guess what? The audience was one hundred percent horny. They're here for yeah. it. Um, a Davenport. I really like what she did here with the cuffs because it prevents the dress from being boring. I don't know if her hips were just too big or she couldn't really shape her body properly, but the cut yeah. of the dress boxed her out too much. I really love this, but I needed that waist to be fixed. So I think, I think what it was, and this is just my guess, but I think it's like, she probably had this on a form that she yeah. thought was fitting her and put all those cups on and everything. And then got it on her. And she was like, I'm a little smaller than this form. Aren't I? But like, what was she going to do? Break all those. Yeah. Cause it, it, it molded It molded in that setting. Um, Carson is a big fan of this look and it speaks well to you don't have to be a seamstress but you need to have an artistic vision Big Frida says take it up even bigger I know the hips are an issue but I think the look overall is great so Mm. I will give it a horny same I think it's really well made audience 41% horny yeah right 59% celibate Pandora box. I love that she went for it and played with camp. The ribbons are carried all the way down into the bottom of the dress, but unfortunately it doesn't read as a bottom of a ribbon. And I hate that hair mostly because the color looks artificial and the curls are not good for Pandora. Yeah, no. Um, I think, I think this is a very good example of like her having two 
solid, very strong looks that were so good that I like didn't even I don't I keep forgetting about how much I like didn't really like this, you know? It like yeah. very much lets it fade into the middle for because her other looks were so strong. I agree. I'll give it a celibate. It's yeah, not celibate. I'm not a big fan. She did what she Audience said. for yeah, audience 44% horny, 56% celibate. She was happier dealing Yara with that Sophia. material than she was Mimi on first. So <laughs> Yara Sophia, she's got a lot going on. I'm telling you, remove the streamers and this look would have been a serve. The yep. silhouette is magnificent. I know that is a Zach Hillian wig because we've seen it, seen it, seen it. But the story of this look is edit down. Yeah, she didn't need all the like sh- shiny shit. Right. Big Frida says she did an awesome job with the tarp. Carson says the eye never get, gets a place to rest, so we don't get to see all the great stuff. I don't agree with all that, so I'm giving it a horny. I like it. I think, again, the like streamers were a bit much, but for being yeah. something she put together in the last second with everybody else's scraps, all right. Yep. Audience, 91% horny, 9% celibate. Next up, we got Ginger Minge. Um, so it looks like a raincoat, which is what she was going for. But once again, the proportions are off for me. I hate this hair. The color pisses me off and the bangs are not it. Ginger needs to always wear big hair because with the cut of that dress, it just pulls your eye down. Mm-hmm. I think it's very like mod kind of style for her. But then if you're going to um, do that, you have to have a hair that's going to match it. Yeah, no, I, but I, was gonna say, I think I agree with the hair being like, but which again, maybe she didn't have hair that she thought was going to fit or like work. And she looked but at you the can rock use Rockstar wig wigs. Well, I'm saying she might have looked at the Rockstar wig table and been like, this one looks cute, plopped it on, and then like is watching the episode and was like, why did I pick that wig? That's fair. That's fair. Um, I have to get a celibate. Sorry. I love you, Ginger. I like not, it. not working. So you're like going it. horny? Yeah, horny. Audience 54% horny, 46% celibate. And finally, Trinity K. Bonet. Oh, wow, this was beautiful. She looks like a real princess. The poof skirt is wonderful. How she made that corset look expensive is anyone's guess. The hair is perfect for this look. The contact lenses are not my favorite, but hey, they're blue. And she she gave, she gave sold the story on the runway. It was just mm-hmm. oh, very well made. Very well done. Very, very horny for this. Miss Rigatoni wants this. All right, go steal from her. Miss Rigatoni loves... Uh, Loves the color blue. I'm gonna give this a horny. What are you going? Same. Oh yeah. I think Audience had Scarlet eight. not made the look Scarlet made, I probably would have said yep. this one is my favorite. Yep. Audience 82% horny, 18% celibate. Rue has decided that Jan, Silky, Scarlet, Pandora, Ginger, and Trinity are safe, leaving Raja, Kylie, Eureka, Jiggly, Alkiria, and Yada as the tops and bottoms. After the critiques, Raja is the top all-star of the week and wins $5,000 provided by Planet Pepper. Kylie, Eureka, and Akira are safe. Jiggly and Yara are the bottom two. How do you feel about all of the above? I would have switched um, Silky and Akira. I would have said Akira was safe and Silky was in the bottom. Sure, I'll go with that. I'm still, because of that fucking dress that Scarlett made, I, she was my winner of the week. I don't care if oh. the other two words were meh. She is my I- winner of the week think scarlet definitely should have been on the top i, I don't get I guess, it kind of like i, I think it's switch very, kylie like, and scarlet yeah i think you could have done that very easily um but i think overall it was kind of one of those things where it was just i mean it was kind of obvious from the jump that like it's like oh it's jiggly and who you know right 
So. Well, it's deliberation time, and Raja is tearing up as she has won the challenge. She is very happy, and the girls tell her she deserves it. It is revealed that Yara and Jiggly are in the bottom two, and Yara says that they told her everything was horrible, and Yurika's like, who needs to um, who needs to always talk? Just remember, Eureka always has comments for everything. Says that they didn't say that, and um, which is a fact. So finally, Eureka says something actual. Raja pulls Yara over to talk, and Yara doesn't think she should be in the bottom. She's not a beggar. Raja asks what Yara will bring, and she says next week she will give you her style and bring it the house down boots. Raja tells her she enjoyed getting to know her, and Yara knows if she sends her home, she is sending home good competition. Meanwhile, Jiggly gets upset because she knew this was her Achilles heel. She is not a seamstress, and she's got so much to prove and wants to show the new bitch she is. She says that Ginger knows she is not giving up, and oh boy, did she just put Ginger in a terrible position. Which I mean, Ginger did that to Katya at the exact same point in her last All Stars. It's so true. Like... That is very true. Um, Ginger's heart hurts, and she knows that she will be the one that would have to save her. But there's no hope there. Yara tells the group that it feels weird. She hates kissing ass and doesn't want to be fake. She starts crying and really wants to be there. And if you see that photo behind me, that mascara is running. Oh, as soon as that um, black tear ran down her face, I was like, yikes. And Trinity, not having any of this. She's like, are you real? She's not believing it. This this dynamic between Trinity and Yada that started because of week one, I'm kind of loving it. I'm loving this dynamic. Yeah. Very fun. Jiggly is ready to tell Raja anything she wants to hear, and Raja is like, my name was at the top of the trash can, and Jiggly like, that's because I was thinking about you. <laughs> Cute. Jiggly knows that the look wasn't great, but a hoe is still a hoe, and Jiggly is ready to start an alliance, give her her Netflix password, whatever she wants. She's got more to prove. Would you offer someone your Netflix password to stay in the competition? I would have to ask the person whose Netflix password I use, but sure. <laughs> The rest of the queens discuss the two tributes, and of course, Jan, looking like Effie Trinket, is the one to say it. Um, this leads into the convo where she thinks that Yada had a better construction look, and yes, she does like hearing Jiggly's fight. Eureka says that they're going off of emotions. What happens if she does poorly in a challenge, but she's with someone they like more? It's a concern for her, and it's how many times we're going to do this every every time we have a voting system. There's always someone who wants to break the mold, and it's going to happen. Yeah. Scarlet says that they should be looking at the challenge at hand, and Ginger and Confessional says that Yara did objectively worse in the first two categories, whereas Jiggly gave two really strong first category and one really bad third category. She just doesn't want her friend to go home. Do you think it should have been weighted differently? Um, no. Yeah, that's fair. Raja has put on a terrible dance look with terrible hair, but you do you, bitch. It's time to meet the opponent for the night. Yada howls, so it's time. This week's Lip Sync Assassin is Raja's season 11 sister and host of Canada's Drag Race, Brooklyn Heights. Raja's not impressed. Do you think she was freaking out? A little bit. The song is Janet Jackson's Miss You Much. Poor Coco, one week too late. Right. <laughs> They did that on purpose. Hey, remember that of time course. when Kennedy Davenport had to uh, lip sync to Fancy? Yeah, well, they also gave, what, Alyssa Edwards fucking the one song against Shay that was like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, this was a dance the house down number, and both queens did give a fight. 
Roger really embodied the song and Brooklyn did what she does best. She just twirls. Um, it was a very, very close battle. I think if it was like a regular season, I think Brooklyn would have gotten the solo win for, but for drama purposes, they both are getting the victory. Raja wins $20,000. What was Brooklyn's appearance fee? For yeah, right? $20,000 for lip sync. What is Brooklyn's appearance fee to just lip sync? I don't know. Can someone find out for me? I want to know. Courtney Conkers, can you let me know? You, you're best friends with her. With two queens winning, they both will really reveal their lipsticks. And as they both say, Jiggly Caliente is gone. She's gutted, but her time wasn't a waste. Um, do you think we're ever going to have a moment where Rue gives it a tie and we lose both, both queens? Once it's the right queens in that position. That's fair. Once again, an hour later, Jiggly gets the Rue message to start and play a game. Um, and she's like, oh, I'm playing the game. Heck yeah. Let's talk about Untucked. We'll go through it as quickly as possible. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome back to Jan Tucked. And still, once again, no one cares because the camera is not on her as she says it. I, I, I feel bad. It, it, they are just not having it. I feel like they're, it's very much giving, her, giving the like, we'll get to you, Jan. We'll get to you. Yeah. Jan's getting a really weird edit. And I, I feel bad because she's being a, her but no one's buying it no one wants to be around her yeah scarlet is bummed she's not on okay i I think as far as jane goes i think like i think people are like have no problems with being around her i just think they're like it's very much again that like there's bigger fish to fry right now jam like yeah well we'll get to you we promise yeah Scarlett is bummed she's not on top. trinity wanted to hear what they had to say about her stuff so she's in her feelings and jane's surprised she's not on the top but she is happy because she did hot glue her look together. Silky says that she loved um, Trinity's Cinderella moment when she left the shoe. It was very smart. And as Silky says, it was so pageantry, so black universe. They're curious to who, yeah. uh, who is the tops and bottoms. Because it could go a plethora of ways. But they believe Raja and Eureka are definitely the tops. Ginger wants to know how they will be judging. Will they be judging each look equally or will the design get more weight? And then you have Trinity bitching because she thinks everyone should have been able to hear what they thought. There's no use being in a school of learning if they're not being taught on the chalkboard. Girl, have you never seen the show before? This yeah. isn't iconic. We don't give an hour of um, uh, critiques to everyone. You got an hour of showtime to fill. It's Yeah. I don't know. She's I'd probably say a lot of weird things too, trying to fill time. So, well, Trinity goes on to say that if they didn't like it, they sh- she'd like to know. And Pandora retorts that if they didn't like it, she'd be in the bottom. And Scarlet's like, that's how it works. And Trinity gives her the stankest face ever. That was Trinity was pressed beyond. Uh huh. Uh, go ahead and teach me, Scarlet, because I'm not an all stars. Like, oh, because I'm not you. Because I'm not. Scarlet was like. Trinity, congratulations. You you got our first quote for a future Untucked episode. They know that Jiggly is in the bottom, and Ginger says it's been really hard for her because she knows how hard she's fought to come back. Ginger isn't a costume designer, and when she came to her for help, Ginger was struggling on the inside of what to do. 
Jan thinks Yada can go either way, and Ginger didn't think her blue-collar worker was a concept, and her blue-jean baby was made of spandex, but that gown, ooh, she can turn it out. Yeah. So it's un- time for the untucked exclusive combo as Ginger asked Janathan, I love that she called it Janathan, um, how her meeting with Rue went. We learned that Jan lost her grandfather from COVID, and he was the one who was there for her and front row at all her shows. Having the convo with Rue, she owes it to her grandfather to have more fun on the show. We watched the clip with Rue, and it's a very interesting reason why we're including this here. What yeah. do you, what was the reasoning? Why why did this make the edit and not the cutting room floor? I I have no idea. I feel like it's like something that like they were like, well, we talked about it and we can't like leave this out because I, especially because if Rue in the future, like episodes or whatever, goes like, we talked about your grandfather and everybody's like. What, just like ketamine and the weight loss, which Rue never mentioned until the final episode? No, they mentioned it before that. No, no, but Rue never mentioned it and Rue said oh. they talked about it. Yeah, yeah I think that was my only issue. But no, I think you're right. I think it's going to play another part and they couldn't put it on the main show. So they put it in untucked. Mm-hmm. Trinity is going to base the vote on track record and that it doesn't matter if you're her sister. Silky personally doesn't agree with that because if it's about effort and Ginger says they can vote how they feel. Trinity sees the competition and she's nervous. She's fangirling, but at the same time, she's seeing who was hitting it and who thought about things and who was just like, yay, I got the call. Yeah. Scarlett calls this the best viewing party she's ever been at. And you know what? I, I, I probably would feel that as way that way too. That was probably like 20 minutes later. Trinity does apologize to Scarlett for snapping at her. She spoke before she thought. The tops and bottoms are about to head backstage, but wait, get a camera on Jiggly. She's outside. She's off set. Where was she and what is happening? Cue the future untucked sound clips because Jiggly is about to give us a lot of those in this moment. She was wearing the best slippers ever, though. Okay, yeah. So those are Uggs, and I know that because I've looked at those before. Um, she says she's an ocean of defeat as she cries to a producer and she can't even fight for herself. But you're wearing those slippers. You're a boss. Um, where in California is this set? Because that is a fucking highway right there. For bank. Probably. Jiggly come, came back to win and fight. And the only friend she has there is Ginger. She's not giving up, but she wants a fighting chance. The producer's like, talk to the queens in there right they're like you do have one option and right now right. You're, you're wasting it. um girl this is your chance this is what you signed up for and then again i look cute delusion um but we cut away because brooklyn heights is in the building and she's looking glam in her denim shirt going with a blue de- blue baby um theme she's had practice sending people home in canada's drag race um so now she's just contractually obligated to do whatever rue wants her to do Oops. We're back outside, and Silky wants to talk to the church hands and Scarlet, who is a curious spirit animal, as she says it's a burlesque ecstasy story all the time. Ginger and Jiggly talk away from the tent, and Ginger is sad to see her in this position. Jiggly doesn't think she would be in the bottom if it were in any other challenge. It's neither here nor there now, but if she could have done it differently. It's a hard decision, and Ginger didn't think she'd be in this position. Yes, you did. You knew it would happen. She realizes that Jiggly did the worst in the challenge and it wouldn't be fair to save her friend over someone who is a worthy competitor. Do you think it would have been okay for Ginger to throw away a vote? Yeah. That's how I was thinking about this, knowing how the 
Just because Yara is um, the other girl, she doesn't think logically anyways. Right. Um, and then Jiggly says, I am Ginge. I'm fighting for this. I thought I was doing something right, yo. While Jiggly is feeling sad, Yara is crying in the corner, being consoled by Jan and Kylie. Yara is emotional and pissed that she's in the bottom. She shouldn't be there. Her fate is their decision. And then it's time to go to the uh, main stage. And did you notice that Silky needed a member of the crew to get her out of her seat? Well, I didn't. Yeah, she needed some help. Um, no, here's another question I have. Did you notice when they gave Brooklyn the lipstick, I don't think the cover was on it. Yeah, I didn't notice. I think that was all for show. I thought, I think this is my behind the scenes theory that they're obviously not lip syncing with the lipsticks in their boobs. I think that they give it to them before the, um, the, the decisions made like that timeout and it's, it's all staged. So I think that was a fake decoy lip sync, but Probably. I would love to know if anyone has any tea on that. But we relive the moment when it's a tie and Jiggly was chosen by both Raja and the group. It's a sad moment because it hurts her. Um, we do get to see the votes. It is eight votes for Jiggly, one vote for Yada by Trinity. Can't wait to see how that's going to play out next week. Yeah. Jiggly writes her message. She's feeling okay because she knows it's not the end. She wanted to show more, but this is how the game goes. She finds her notes. They're sweet. Obviously, the sweetest one being from Ginger, but she did this for every chubby brown girl and trans kid. And you can make your dreams happen too. The Asian dragon is ready to play the game within the game. 11 queens remain. Dot, 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 question mark. Dun, dun, dun. All right, burning questions to wrap it all up. What is Jiggly's legacy? Baked potato couture. <laughs> yeah, her legacy is she just can't do a design challenge. And I know it like it sucks because she is who she is, but when it comes to producing a reality show, this was exactly what her arc needed. We've got an acting challenge next week. Who do you see being in danger? In danger? Yeah, I feel like I feel like Yara sometimes could go like too far, you know. Um, and then also like same thing with like Jan, but also they could go do really well for the same reasons. Yeah, um, I could see Yara being in the bottom because of just the preview, and just we know that she's crazy. Um, so if she's not playing well with the others, then she may not do well. Um, I could see her going. If she is the bottom, yeah. I can see them being like, just cut her. She's in the bottom twice. Um, the preview shows that perhaps next week we might get the Redemption Island twist. Are hey, we ready for it? I'm ready for it. Um, if we now we, it's not been officially revealed, but listeners, if you don't want to hear this, jump ahead. We'll talk to you next week. Obviously, it's the two eliminated, eliminated queens lip syncing. One gets to stay, one leaves. Who do you think would win in the lip sync between Serena Chacha and Jiggly Caliente? Jiggly Caliente. I think that's the case too. So we'll see how it goes. No matter the song, but um, I think Jiggly will win this one. All right. I ask it all the time. After two episodes, the winner of the season is? Kylie Sunny Glove. I think so too. She had a much better episode than Ginger for me this episode. Sorry, Dan Brady. (laughs) Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah, I, th- I think Kylie has a slight edge. I didn't love Ginger this week, but they're showing us a lot of the two of them. And yeah. Trinity is getting a lot of airtime, but it's not a winner's arc. Yeah, it's just she's there. 
yeah, she's a talking head. But yeah, I think Kylie is where I'm going to go two episodes in. Ginger was episode one. Now we're back to Kylie. I think for me, it's just going to be a juggle of the two of them all season long. I think it's going to go week by week. Yeah. Well, Scout Sonner, where can we find you on social media and Venmo? Find me at Scout Sonner, S-O-N-N-E-R. I think it's the same on Venmo. Pretty sure. Send money. Send money. Well, Mm. it was an absolute pleasure getting to chat with you as always. It's lovely to be back. Thanks for having me. I miss you, and hopefully I'll get to see you in person before 2021 ends. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yep. Well, I will talk to you soon, friend. Indeed. The biggest thanks to Scout for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 